Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I am your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast, and if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Property Renovation Podcast. I hope you've had a good uh, weekend, a solid weekend of renovating. Um, we're definitely getting into the season now. Uh, there's more sunshine out there, so I'm sure you, you're, you're doing lots and lots and lots of work to your property. Um, on this week's episode, I am speaking to Dom and Jess once again. Uh, this is part two of a three-part series. Uh, and if you're interested in doing a three-part series with us where we share uh, your journey on your property renovation from anything from purchasing the property to renovating it and then completing it at the end to find out if you've gone over the budget uh, and what you've learned, then please get in touch with us. You can come on Instagram and direct message us. You can email us, podcast at propertyrenovationpodcast.com. You can also um, go into our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash property renovation podcast. Um, so there's plenty of ways to get in touch with us. Um, before I tell you a little bit more about the episode, um, you can go and check out the first episode with Dom and Jess, which is episode 77. Uh, and this is when I'm speaking to them all about um, getting on the property ladder for the very first time, what it's like to own your own property for the first time, and what they plan to do with it. Uh, we discussed a little bit about their boundary line and the difficulties they were having uh, in getting that exact uh, boundary line worked out and agreed. Uh, so definitely go and check that out if you're if you're suffering from that, that kind of situation yourself. Um, I've just got back from Chicago. I met our co-host finally, Juliet, and uh, that was that was great. I'm sure you've listened to the last episode, which is all about method statements. Uh, actually, this was about um, that was the one before. Uh, this one's about uh, samples and why it's important to. Get samples before your you you purchase your products. A super super important episode. So go back and listen to that if you haven't done already. Finally, I just want to let you know that uh, the the reviews coming in are absolutely phenomenal. So thank you very much for doing that, whoever you are. Um, and if you would love to leave us a review because you like the content that you're hearing, then please go to iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, uh, whatever your podcast uh, listening method of choice is then please leave us a review. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We read every single one of them. So thank you very much. Um, so yeah, on this week's episode, I'm speaking to Dom and Jess, and they have actually um, started renovating their property back in July last year. Uh, it's been absolutely amazing to see how far they've come. They've been doing anything from replacing the entire floors to subfloors uh, to putting in French doors uh, to dealing with damp, replacing stairs, uh, and purchasing lots and lots of items uh, to uh, put in their property once it's all finished. So, um, 
Enjoy the episode. Thank you very much. Guys, good to have you back on. How are you? Hi. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Tired. Good. <laughs> tired. <laughs> really tired. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. So, um, the... Just, just in case um, our listeners are thinking, what's going on? I already know you. Um, you, you've been on before, actually, just before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so it was in December, and you're renovating uh, Tin Turn. So if anyone wants to go and check you out on Instagram, um, then it's renovating Tin Turn at renovating Tin Turn. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Cool. So yeah, you was on episode seventy-seven. So if anyone wants to come. Uh, and go into the archives and listen to the first episode. I think uh, we were talking initially about um, you've just gone to the property ladder. This is your both of your like first house, um, and you started renovating back in July. Or you 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 after you got things sorted with this boundary line difficulty and everything else. Mm. This is when you you started kicking off in July. Would, would that be right in saying that? Yes. Uh, yeah, right. we, yeah, we got the keys on the 13th of July. It was Friday the 13th. Cool. I've got my notes <laughs> right then. I, I did go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> so first, I do. Who who is managing the Instagram account? Because I do have to commend whoever's been doing that. It's. I think it's mostly me. But we kind of do have joint access to yeah, it. Yeah, we're both logged onto it on our phones, so it really just depends who's at the house and who's got the time to actually sit and gotcha. put the effort into writing an appropriate caption that isn't just a load of swear words. <laughs> <laughs> so who's done the highlights? Because that is brilliant. I'm oh, yeah, that's that's Dom. Dom's, yeah. Dom's good at all these things. I think he just has more time on his hands than I do. <laughs> Well, that's what, that's what I do for a living as well. I, I work in digital marketing, so. Yeah, I, I did do a, a little bit of uh, um, uh, stalking, and I think you're into some music or you're a singer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And, oh, nice yeah, I also work for a, a media company that we own, like, Grand Designs magazine, Grand Designs Live, some renovation sort of magazines and stuff, so, yeah. <clears throat> so he gets loads of loads of inspiration of stuff we will never be able to afford. Yeah, <laughs> and it and it will never end. <laughs> you'll always. <laughs> we'll think of better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I've actually gone through. There was one time when I looked at your Instagram, and I, I think Jess, you had the pleasure of grouting in black grout, right? Oh, hideous job. Hideous. <laughs> Look like I've been down the coal mines. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and there was a lot of that grout as well because you had these beveled edge brick metro tiles, right? So um, how did you get on with that anyway? Um, I don't know if it's finished. Is it finished? Uh, um, <laughs> the majority of the grouting's finished. It's just kind of like the edges um, on right. the floor where the floor tiles meet. We've just got to kind of finish them off. But... Um, yeah, the majority of it's done. I'd say 90% of the grouting's done. Yeah, I think the worst part about all of that was just sort of like the panic when you realise how messy it is and you think that 
surely this will never look good. I must have done something wrong here because it's it's everywhere. And the more the more you seem to wipe it down, somehow the the messier it gets. Not the not the cleaner or the better. Um, So that's it's quite daunting. The first sort of like patches, a couple of patches you do are really daunting, and then you just get a bit uh, numb numb to the mess and and how horrendous it looks for a little while. But it's quite satisfying when you do eventually get off all of that residue and you start mm. to see the contrast and the lines. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it does look superb. The, one, really the one thing that we did learn pretty quickly, and I made a proper schoolboy error, that grout dries so quickly. <laughs> it does, yes. Um, <laughs> well, my first attempt at grouting, so we bought the bag of black grout and mm. I, this is complete school where I tipped the whole thing in a bucket with water, mixed it all up, and then I was like... Here I my, go. My dad came over and was like, have you mixed all that grout up? I was like, yeah. He's like, you know, by the time, you're not going to get time to like lay it all before it all dries in the bucket. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I learned, I learned a lesson there, and then it was the same sort of thing with, like, we were grouting the tiles and then we were leaving a bit overhanging and carrying on with the other bits and you go back and it's all dried over and we haven't So we ended up having to like use a chisel and scrape it off. So some of the lines are, some. we're lucky there's so much of it because (laughs) the good bits, you don't notice the bad bits, but there's, there's definitely some bodge job bits in there as well that we just forgot about. But luckily most of them are sort of like, behind the toilet or behind the radiator. So we just sort of thought, well, <laughs> only only we will see them when we're sat in here looking at it. Yeah, you, you actually, I'm listening to this and you, you're taking me back about 20 years. <laughs> I, I remember when you look around in the bucket and it literally got half the bucket of grout dried. All yeah. yeah, gone. Gone, yeah, exactly. So you're just like, okay, maybe I should just mix it as I go bit by bit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good tip. So if anyone out there is doing that, then they'll listen to this now and they'll do that. Same, yeah, same experience. That's good. Less, less is more in this case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. So I haven't. Before we really get into things, I haven't spoken to you since Christmas. So did you both? I mean, it's a bit late in the day now, but did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, it was good. It was nice to have some time off work. But the yeah. thing is, the time off work was spent up the house. So the, the, the only day that we weren't at the house was, was Christmas, Christmas day. day. I was up there on Boxing Day, like grouted and tiling. And... So, yeah, it's been nonstop, really. Um, and, I mean, where, so tell me, just in brief, where, where are you now? Because I know that we, um, when we were saying, like, what are you going to end up doing? You were, you were going to rip out the stairs. I remember that. Mm. Yeah. Replace a lot of floorboards. Um, yeah. And then you were thinking about having some French doors put in um, and a bit of more of an open plan theme. So. Yeah. So the doors are in, the French doors are in, and okay. the new staircase is in. And for anybody really petrified about the price of a new staircase, um, just build one yourself. Build one yourself. Uh, because Dom and his father built our staircase and it was, I think we got quoted from the joiner like 600 or 700 pounds and the material actually came to, I think just over 80 pounds. And obviously it was their time is, you know, can be an expensive thing, but 
um, if you have got a couple of days and a bit of patience to put to it, I think that, you know, the boys have done a really good job with the staircase and it's going to have, it's going to, you know, it's got marks all over it from where they've, they've marked things out and then changed their minds, but it's, ours is going to be painted and carpeted. So, so for us, that doesn't really matter. So, so that's in and the doors are in. The thing is, we're now sharing. Can you see my screen? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm trying to find where the stairs would be, but I don't want to go too far. So let's go. Tell me when to stop. Um, so yeah. this is basically the this, first couple of months of getting the keys. Yeah. This right. is the this is the initial demolition of the house when we just stripped <laughs> okay. everything out. Uh-huh. So. So we had. Going. We had an outer house, sort not an outer house, but a lean-to sort of potting shed. Yeah. Um, that we completely de- demolished. Um, that's where that was there. Yeah, that's me okay. stood in in its shadow, but it's gone. And then all in the skip. It went all in the skip. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we've got clearing this. This is when you cleared the garden, right? Oh, yeah, but we, we actually stopped doing that. <laughs> we, we, cleared, we completely cleared the garden. But and then we've made a complete It's now again. just full of bricks and debris and hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk to me about this bit. So this is this is when you're knocking... So the, that's the other side yeah. of the airing cupboard. Was the airing cupboard. So we we bricked up the original door of the airing cupboard... Mm-hmm. Um, well, we didn't break up. We put a, a plasterboard sort of frame up, frame yeah. up. and then um, we cut that out to be a doorway for our walk-in shower because that's part of the bathroom now. Right. So yeah, we changed completely the the layout upstairs of where the bathroom was because the space that we've used for the bathroom was um, just a random little bit of hallway. So we mm-hmm. just got a bit inventive, and we didn't need the airing cupboard because we've got an all singing, all dancing combi oil boiler is that right what we got uh, yeah combi um so we didn't combi. need an airing cupboard so that space was either going to be storage but because the bathroom was so small we thought that that could go and be a big it's a big size now um as a walk-in shower which is cool. again contributing to all the tiling yeah Let's get to that. So what's this? This is you, Jess. This, this is me. I think I'd thrown about 10 tantrums by this time. Um, trying to stand down. So that was originally um, a wall in between what will be in front of me that I'm facing our living room. And wow. the room I'm stood in will be a small but but big enough um, dining space. Uh-huh. Okay. So I wanted to open all that up. Yeah, nice. How did that go then for your first attempt? Um, I think I was a little bit, I didn't really know what to expect. And I think I thought that it would look a little bit like a maybe I have seen in a magazine, all these like really nice restored beams. Um, and I was quite disappointed because it was all lava plaster. You can see all the little holes down the wood. Yeah. Um, where the nails were so old, they've actually rusted into the wood. So all those little marks are still there. And I was a little bit disappointed about that. But um, I think actually you don't really see them. And everyone I spoke to just said, oh, well, it's just character. And once you've put some, we haven't got around to waxing them or anything yet. We're going to use a, a stained beeswax. So I think it will probably blend in a little bit, but it was just really messy and... 
really time consuming, but it's probably one of the best things I did. And I did the same in our second bedroom. And I originally said, I'm never going to do it again. I'm, I'm not touching the ones upstairs. I'm going to paint them. Mm. And one of my friends luckily started doing it for me. And once I saw it, she started, I thought, oh, I can't not do them. They look amazing. Uh-huh. So, so then I ended up doing two sets now. Brilliant. And, and so these are the French doors. Yeah, so that originally used to be a window there. Um, yeah, so let's, let's go. Let's step back a bit then. So you've got this is you taking this out, right? Yeah, this is um, me and my dad. We ended up. We used what's it's called an Irish motorbike or whatever you call it. <laughs> um, just cut the the brick out down the side, and then we started chiseling away. That got really tedious, so uh, we got a Kango and just. <laughs> Can go the hell out of it. Yeah, on, on that, if you go back on that post, um, it's a. It's, if you press play, yeah. that's a. Um, what's it called? Time. Time lapse. Time lapse. Ah, okay. So let's, let's just never. Yeah, let's try this. To see what the effect would be. Oh yeah. This is cool. Dom getting more and more pissed off. Oh, stressed out about <laughs> it. Sorry. And then. Yeah, it does take. It takes some time, doesn't it? Knocking out bricks and stuff like that. And then if you press next on the actual video on the little arrow, no, the other, that's it. Um, we just get a Kango <laughs> on it, and it, it uh, doesn't take long at all. That's quite fun, a Kango, though, isn't it? Yeah, messy job, but um, yeah. it has come in handy a lot since we've had the house. So we're lucky in the fact that my dad's got quite a lot of these tools, and yeah. um, we haven't had to hire anything. And my, my granddad was an upholster, so we've got, like, routing tools and loads of like bench saws and everything so we haven't had to hire anything other than a floor sander brilliant brilliant not everyone can do that yeah um so these are the the kind of taps that you're going for these these chrome that's for the the upstairs bathroom that's for the sink. We got yeah. like a bowl sink. Don made a really nice. And that's for the kitchen. Yeah. I um I made a for our upstairs bathroom. I made a shelf for the sink to go on out of some reclaimed oak. Oh, nice. Ah, um, yes, I've seen that. I have seen that. Yeah, it's somewhere kicking around. Cool. And then you ah talk to me about this because. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is not actual marble, is it? This is um, an effect. It's a um, a laminate waterproof shower shower board, essentially. Right. So uh, we work with this company, Multipanel, quite a lot with the magazines that I work for, okay. and um, so I've kind of always been like I've known about that sort of style and what you mm. can get, um, and that they look amazing from like. For what they are, they're just a, a laminate printed yeah. sheet. And you can get all different like effects. You can get wood effects, laminate effects. And they work out about £200 a sheet. Um, they're completely waterproof. You could do your, every wall in the bathroom with it rather than tiling. I'm just trying to think what the size of that is. It looks around 2.5 metres high by about 1.2 metres wide. That's about right. Yeah, so they come in, in them sheets. And we then couldn't get it up the stairs. You, you cut it down to whatever size you want, really. Okay. okay. Um, and then, obviously, that went on the back of our shower. Um, and how did you apply it, Dom? Uh, it comes with a sort of a, adhesive, a waterproof adhesive. Um, yeah, it has to go on a 
it's it's meant to go like on on a wall, kind of like flat on a wall. But where we were putting it, we had just put up the sort of wooden um, like wooden joists for the the plaster plasterboard sort yeah. of thing all yeah. around, and then we kind of just adhesive done to that sort of thing, okay. which isn't the actual what you're meant to do, but we did it. So, <laughs> um, okay. And then, yeah, you just kind of seal it all with uh, waterproof sealant, really. And uh, cutting it to size, what what do you use to do that? So we we used a routing tool, um, which I don't know if that's meant what you're meant to do, but that's what we did. Um, How thick? How thick is it? Would you say? A centimetre or half a centimetre? Um, not sure, I really. Was, I think it was about a centimetre, over a centimetre. Yeah. I'd it say it's about it 10 mil. Really, it wasn't really flimsy. 10 mil, 10 mil, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Don works in mills, don't you? <laughs> working mills. We're building now. We're renovating a <laughs> house. <laughs> okay, good. All right, and this is this is the... This is what it looks like now. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks yeah. a lot better than that now because we've got the tiles and everything. So. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. This is like Dom's one. This bit out. This is yeah. Like Dom's one. This is like Dom's one thing that he wanted in the house. I think the cause of frustration has been me th- thinking that I want things, but wanting him to want them, and he really has no opinion. But. In this instance, the the marble effect wall he really really wanted, so right. kind of nice for for me not to have to make a decision. Yeah. That was just ready made for you, wasn't it? Yeah, got I got my own wife once. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a, cha- it's a challenging journey. You've, <laughs> you've got lots of decisions to make, but. Uh, Okay, good. And then talk to me here, Don. What you're doing here? You, you're opening up for the boiler. Is that? Uh, no, this is for the um, the waste pipe for the toilet. Um, right. That's the bathroom up there. So that's where the waste pipe will come through. If you can see to the right of that, that's the old where the old one used to come out. Um, uh, yes. And we've obviously moved the toilet across. So instead yeah. of having a big old waste pipe going across the room, we just we just cut a new hole out in the bricks. Brilliant. And there you go. Yeah. Cool. There's my dad testing it out. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Gosh. Okay, so here, this is where you took down a bit of the ceiling. Yeah, so that's in our bedroom. Um, We we have completely re-plasterboarded and skimmed the whole house, pretty much. Yeah. Um, in the living room downstairs, rather than taking all the love and plaster down, we just boarded it up with plasterboard. Okay. Over the love and plaster. Good decision. You glad you you glad you did that? Oh, hundred percent. It just, I mean, it's an old house, so it's going to look a bit like of a mess. But now we've just skimmed and plasterboard it all. It looks mm. it looks brand new again. Really. Um, Brilliant. It's it complete. It's amazing how much like a bit of plaster well a bit I mean the whole house but <laughs> plasterboard yeah. and skimming it transforms the house massively it, it does it just completely changes like what it looks like absolutely we we used to say that with tiles as well you know the, the minute you put tiles onto a wall it mm. transforms a bathroom entirely 100% yeah 
Um, so here, this is uh, this is what you were just talking about, right? So yeah, reclaimed reclaimed oak. Yeah, yeah. So there was it was two two lengths, and a kind of we cut them down and put them together. Really, where did you manage to get that? Um, one of Jess's. One of your clients, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but Jess works with horses, so everyone's got bloody farms and barns and everything. Everyone's got loads of oak and wood thrown <laughs> about. Lying so around. <laughs> they also gave us a massive piece of oak that we've put above our fireplace and our mantle. Ah, very really nice. good. Uh, let's just go through. Ah, so this is where you've been skimming the property? Yep. So we actually got a plaster in because I don't have a clue what to, how to plaster or anything. Um, and for so you done the whole bottom of the house. This what? is this what uh, plastering? Yeah, or we've the, done the whole house. The whole house. The whole house. Is house yeah. The whole house. Okay. Um, how, how long did that take? Um, it took them three days to do upstairs, and it took them about another three days to do downstairs. Okay. The, the thing with like our house, I mean. We were like, yeah, we get plastered, we dry within a week. No word of a lie, downstairs is still drying now, and yeah, it's been like a month. We've yeah. like we've tried to get some paint on the walls, but there's still three walls that literally refuse to dry, and we've got two massive fans up there. We've got the heating on, we've got the doors open. We're trying to get as much airflow as possible. That's really the key, and yeah. It just is really tedious. Every day I walk in, I'm like, that wall is still wet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah, whether it's just gone thicker. Um, or mm. it could be something to do with the insulation inside that wall. Yeah, um, maybe the, it's hmm? the, the particular yeah, the, the walls particular... Are, are ones that have had doors in that we've bricked up. So I think that's right. probably the yeah. problem. Yeah, so it's more solid. Um, yeah, and I think he, he, he's had to put in a lot more materials um, because obviously they used to be, we breeze blocked it all up. So, yeah, to yeah. kind of put a load in. Yeah. So, yeah, upstairs though has all been, it's all dry and it's all been painted and we've got the skirting boards on. Um, so, yeah. Bit, okay. Uh, how long, so, so with the plastering, would you, did you, what did you expect it to come in at, you know, cost-wise? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and what did – you don't have to tell me the, the price, but did it did it go way over what you expected? Yes. Okay. So we kind of got told by people we spoke to before and plasterers that it's, it's roughly about £150 per day. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out it's more like £150 per day per plasterer. And then that doesn't include materials as well. So our plasterer had two people working for him, working with him and their materials. So it worked out more like about 1200 quid for three days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it might have even been a bit more. Yeah. And we were just kind of like, oh, well, it's done now. And uh, it looks great. So whatever we just paid. But that was only half of it. That was only upstairs, yeah. So the second time round, when we got the downstairs done, we um, we we tried to get a bit more of an accurate quote instead of just getting a bit excited and going, yeah, 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 great, come and do it, come and do it. Yeah. Um, we we really tried to pin him down and say, okay, how many 
people do you need and for how many days and what is the material cost because we need to have a bit more of a realistic quote this time and it was a little bit more expensive for the downstairs but this time we weren't surprised no you knew the the, the thing is like the one tip i would say is get these people in to quote you and you say to them there and then like can you give me a fixed quote Sign, seal, deliver, black and white. That's the, that's the quote. Yeah. I don't want no surprises at the end. I don't want, oh, I had to get this extra materials or an extra day or whatever. That's the price I want to pay. And then you're not stung at the end of it with a surprise extra couple hundred quid or something. Because we were. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that yeah, happens a lot. It does happen a lot. Um, okay. And then we've got here. This is where you're doing the floor. <clears throat> so could you just talk talk me through what you were what you were doing here then? So it was <clears> that that's the dining room floor and the door that we blocked up that's taken from the new French doors and then next to that was a door that we blocked up um, that had so much damp coming through it it had rainwater coming through the bottom of it mm. so. Then floors, um, the dining room floor, it was a concrete base, but then underneath it was just literally sand and brick. Right. It, it, it was, it was awful. Um, so that whole area was so damp. So, um, we spent about a week. We took all the concrete up, dug all the sand out, and then we laid concrete piers and put new joists, wooden joists down. And oh. now we've got a nice, chipboard floor <laughs> at the moment um yeah because it was just a massive damp problem and it was just yeah, exactly. it, made, it made the property cold and damp and it was you just, mentioned that i think on the previous episode so it's mm. quite some extensive work that you've done there though yeah it took it took a while to dig that all out because we did it all by hand as well yeah so, um because you couldn't get a mini digger in there or anything um and the thing is it was it was right next to where the staircase is. Um, so the old staircase was getting really rotten because of all that damp and everything. So mm. it had, it had to be, it was one of them things that had to be solved because we put a new staircase in and yeah. you can't have damp and all that coming up. No, exactly. Intern cottage. Lovely. <laughs> um, so this is your attempt at an alcove as well. So this is in the shower area. It's a good uh, idea to have them because you've, it, it creates that additional storage just to put some shower bottles on and stuff like that. Yeah. Popular. But. It was a massive headache to cut the tiles out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's all right. It's we, a good we, attempt. It's a really good attempt. The, the tiles are wonky inside. No, they weren't. They're wonky. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> They're on a diagonal slam. I, I must have done around a hundred <laughs> of these. And uh, that's a very good one. It's a pretty good one. Well, the, thing, the thing is, it's like the, the tiling bit with them alcoves is the easy part. It's the, the waterproofing, tanking all the back and all that, because yeah. behind that is a plasterboard board, basically. Yeah. Um, and as soon as any water gets on that, it's game over, really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so this is – so you put um, plasterboard. Was that – the green moisture-proof plasterboard that you applied, or just standard? It was just standard plasterboard, and, and then, then we the, the tanking over the top of that. Yeah, only over the alcove bit. Did we do this wrong? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, because then we we tiled it, we we grouted it, we sealed it with uh, waterproof sealant, and we got 
you know, I bought it's, pretty decent. Yeah, it's fine. Have you, do you have a, you bought a shower tray? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Usually, the the method would be that you'd have the plasterboard, then you would put that entire li- that liquid all over it. So it would be a meter um, a meter wide for, away from the shower, and then all the way even to the top if you can. But if not, it doesn't matter. But as long as it's above your head, um, mm. and then that just provides an additional layer of. Uh, waterproofing and you tape all around the edges and stuff like that. But on top of what you've got here, you've got waterproof adhesive, probably putting those tiles on and then you've got the waterproof grout and then you're going to silicon everywhere as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we tanked yeah. the whole, we tanked the whole bathroom. Um, yeah. Floor. The floors, the whole bathroom, the floors okay. and the, the shower tray up to that, everything. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. No. As you can see there, there's a bit of tanking around there. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's it's a bit of a mess as well, tanking as well, isn't it? Oh, it's so sticky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you just applied it with um, like a brush or... Yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah, with a brush. Good. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first-time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. Jess, you've been out shopping. Shopping! That was boxing day. He never lets me buy anything. It's so annoying. It's Yeah, it it can be very addictive. The only only reason um, that we've got all that is because we got a £100 voucher from the Dunham Mill for Christmas from uh, my auntie, so. So we went and bought some, just a few bits and bobs, sure. just nice things, because I'm constantly telling Dom that we should buy things as we go so that we don't just have to buy things for the sake of buying them when we're ready to go in the house. Yeah. But the and problem is we've got nowhere to store it. Yeah, we're literally surrounded by stuff in the place we are now, so it's just on top of us. Oh, here we go. <laughs> happened here. <laughs> so, just, just just for our listeners, I'm looking at the inside of Dom and Jess's car, probably um, with white paint all over, all over the all over the Christmas wrapping <laughs> wrapping paper. <laughs> so, um, it was luckily it was just um, white emulsion, so it's kind of water based, so it came off alright. Yeah. But I just been to B and Q, and I bought. A pot of adhesive and a pot of white emulsion. And, uh, schoolboy error, big tip, don't put the pots on top of each other and drive around because as soon as you go around a corner, one of them will fall off. (laughs) 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 And, uh, pop open. Yeah, the, the lid just split and I was like, oh, great. How fast were you going? Not that quick. Quick enough. (laughs) Yeah, quick enough to crack a plastic lid. Um, but yeah, like I said, because it was like emulsion, 
and kind of I went home, just got the pressure hose out and just completely blitzed my car. Really. <laughs> God, just just to come off of this, just it's kind of related, but not paint. But um, we we just got a car um, recently uh, last year, and the uh, I was left with the task because I came out once just to take the kids to nursery, and, and the, the um, driver's wheel uh, had a flat tire, and I was like, great, so it's a new car, flat tire, fantastic. Um, but apparently, there's this box that you can get from underneath. Um, the, the boot and it's um it's a survival kit so you just connect it to the tire and it pumps back up and there were two options with it there was <laughs> one where you could just pump the tire back up and there's one where you uh can connect this like gas like this canister that had liquid in it and it will fill the tire up um temporary until you can get to a, a mechanics and, and they change the tire so it depends on how bad the puncture is so I've just not read the instructions, connected everything, and um, it, it, it weren't powering up, and you have to connect it inside and turn the engine on. So I've take I've took the thing with me in the car, turned the car off, <laughs> and it's just oh, gone no. everywhere inside the car. Inside the oh, car, no. it's like a liquid foam, isn't it? It's a liquid foam. It's yeah. Horrible inside the car everywhere. So I, I was just shocked. I was standing there. I was covered in this white sticky stuff. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to tell my wife. What am I going to do? Like literally ruined the car. <laughs> but luckily, I got. I managed to stand out there for about four hours and take everything off. So it was all right. Uh, I don't feel too bad now with my paint. So no, that was worse than that. Doc. It was worse than that. <laughs> God. So this is a nice colour. I like this, where you've got the blue um, above the tiles. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of like the Farron Ball sort of style, stiff key blue. Um, but a rip-off. But we can't afford £60 plus tins of Farron Ball, so we got the B&Q matched it. And okay, yeah. good. Nice. I'll tell you what, that's been an absolute money saver and that's a big tip for everyone i mean if you're not too fussed on quality of paints but like nobody really knows the difference just go to b&q or home base and get it color matched and it would be like 25 pounds and it looks exactly the same color as a farron ball or whatever yeah. sort of yeah brilliant good tip nice mirror i like that yeah that's how i care that <laughs> Cool. Uh, okay, so let's fast forward a bit. Now, you've got your fire in. Oh, it's, it's lovely, that. Oh, it's amazing. <clears throat> well, well so, yeah. did you, did yeah. you have to do to get it in? Um, we paid someone to in, like, supply and fit. They did everything, so... We um we had a friend come in to make the actual the fireplace fireplace itself because the fireplace we had previously was just a little hole in the wall. Mm. So um, a good family friend of Dom's is a owns a bricky company and he came and he did the pillars and he set the oak beam for us and he also set the hearth and. The bricks that you see on the hearth were actually the original bricks from the yeah room. from the dining room floor. So they were the original bricks for the house that we saved yeah, and cleaned up, and he laid them there for us instead. They're all um, handmade bricks from the, the original, I guess, from when the house was originally built. Um, 
So that so, was underneath the concrete and the yeah, and the sand, sand and everything were those underneath. We salvaged them all, and um, yeah, we still got loads of them. We're going to use for like um, garden paths and things. Sure. But someone said it was it was good luck to keep them with the house if you could. So yeah, it, absolutely, I agree. I agree with that. If you can if you can um, recycle anything or reuse mm. anything from from an old house, it's good. It's good to integrate it again. But so, they look um, amazing. I love them. We've actually skipped the very vital part. You scroll this? down this uh, on the right. There's me laying on the floor. That's uh, after a week of sanding all the floorboards. Oh gosh. Okay. So if we thought tiling was bad, sanding floors is even worse. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's your tips here then? Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 we have better tips than that, I'm sure. The thing is with, obviously, the key sort of like tips, which is common knowledge, bang bang the nails down so they're not getting caught in the sander. Um... Our problem was, because the, the living room floor wasn't too bad, but the bedroom upstairs, um, the floorboards were all a bit like, they weren't as level. So the amount of um, sanding paper that just exploded as soon as it went down, because it would get caught on something, we must have gone through a good, like, 30 quid's worth of sheets that just blew up. Yeah, and um, So, yeah, I mean... You've just got to make sure your your boards are level and, and your nails are down and nothing's going to get caught on it because it will slow you down so much. And it's just frustrating. It was such a frustrating job. So part of that, um, so sanding the floors downstairs and upstairs, this is um, two rooms? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the living room and the master bedroom. Um, all the other floorboards weren't in such a good yeah. state, so we just completely, like, we're just going to carpet them all, really. And so how long did this part of the project take you? And roughly, what did it cost? I think it it could have taken us less time, but we had we hired the sanders for a week, so it took us a week. Um, but Dom was working. I mean, we were there two days on the weekend doing them, Saturday, Sunday, and then we just went in the evenings on the following Monday to Friday. But there were like three of those nights that we both just looked at the sander and didn't turn it on because we were <laughs> so frustrated. We just found other things to do. Yeah. And there's still patches now that I think we probably could have done better, but we knew that there's a rug or a bed or something going over right. them. Okay. Um, yeah, there's so like parts of the master bedroom, we just kind of like, we know there's a bed going there, so we're just... We're leave. just like, nope. No, no, we won't do that bit as <laughs> We just much. did around the edges really well. <laughs> um, and I think cost-wise, you pay a, we paid a deposit in case obviously anything went wrong. Um, and that was £250. So mm. that was the total we paid. And then we got um, a refund of how much, John? 50 quid. So, so yeah, that's 200 pounds in total. 200 quid for a week to hire it and send everything. That includes all your sheets and everything. And an edge sander as well. So And that was with an edging sander yeah, as well. So yeah, so the big sander and the edging sander. So two, 200 to 250 and uh, a hard week of labour. Yes. And coughing up your guts, wear a mask. We wore masks, but still, like, you you just breathe in so much. You have to open every single window you've got. And it wasn't warm that week either. And the the thing is, they do have bags, but the bags are shocking. They they were like rip. 
they're like, buy, we only got given two bags. And we ripped the first one on the first attempt. So make sure, I'd, I'd buy some backup bags. You can always take them back and then refund them. Because okay. they're, they're not great, them bags. They do rip. Even if you get the slightest little hole in it, dust will be pouring out everywhere. Oh, Dom got a face full. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then now we're at this... um natural this this door talk to me about this a bit so they they were all white mm-hmm. um all of the all the wood in the house like doors door frames everything was all just painted white and the thing is is it would be all right if they were just white paint and we could like use a heat gun and get the paint off and scrape it off but mm-hmm. all of the paint has this black tar stuff underneath it right. um i don't know whether it's sort of like because it's lead paint or mm-hmm what sort of stuff underneath it, but you take the paint off and then this black stuff would just, it's sticky as hell and it's just a pain to get off. So we decided we wanted to keep all the, the doors natural. We went, we thought about taking them off and going and getting dipped in acid. Um, but then we wouldn't be able to keep the original hinges because they all got handmade nails in them and they were just completely like, as soon as you try and get them off the wall, it would just take, probably half the wall with it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just ruin the door hinges. So we decided to buy a heat gun and completely melt all the paint and your scraper and sand it down. And so, yeah, that's been a really long, tedious, tedious job. But worth it at the end. <clears throat> yeah, they, they do look good. Yeah. They're not quite finished yet. <laughs> so is this, so this is where you are now. This is, this yes. is starting to go in. Yeah. This is current day. Yeah, this was this weekend. So we got our, we went to Ikea, bought a kitchen. They delivered it last Sunday and we started fitting it um, this weekend, basically. Yeah. Rewind a little bit. So you went to Ikea. What was the experience in choosing a kitchen with Ikea? Pretty straightforward. I mean, really straightforward. We had an an idea in our mind what we wanted. Jess's best friends basically got the same sort of like style and model from IKEA. So we kind of like. We saw it in the flash and knew we we liked it. We saw it and we're like, I really like that. Where'd you get it from? She was like, oh, IKEA. And it's interest free for two years as well, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, well, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, we just did the online sort of design like the 3d make your own kitchen design like playing the sims sort of thing okay um we did that on the ikea website went into the store played around with it a bit more went home had a little look around yeah and then we booked in a meeting with one of their kitchen experts which you have to do to order your kitchen and um, they went through everything with us made sure all our like sizes were correct. You have to measure all the kitchen and everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they were really helpful. I, I thought it was really good. Oh, it was so stress free. We, really. Before that, we went to Ren Kitchens. Yeah. And kind of had a little meeting with them and sat down. And we, actually, we actually had a Howden's lady. And a Howden's come came to the house. Come to the house. Measured up, but I didn't okay. really. So yeah, we have kind of, we, we did explore Howden's, IKEA and Ren. And we were kind What's of your, um, so so with IKEA you you measured up, and then they checked um, your measurements and everything else, and everything was fine. You measured perfectly as well. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, there's it's just little things like that you don't think of, like the waste pipe and things like that, and 
IKEA, we didn't realise this, IKEA don't have a 60 mil service void gap at the back. Yeah. So 10 mil, we, 10 mil service void gap at the back, you mean? Yeah, so for all, for all our pipes. So then we had to make our own. Um, we ordered it all and then I was kind of doing some research and I was like, oh, it doesn't have a service void. Mm. Um, so we kind of just improvised and brought, made our own. Brought, brought it <laughs> forward. Yeah, it's good that you mentioned that though. Not everyone knows that. And, um, it, you know, sometimes when you've got your pipes that are surface mounted on your walls, mm. it's a big thing to think about. That's it. Like, We've had to make our own gap, haven't we? we so that to... meant we had to buy a custom sized workshop okay. to cover to cover the the void at the back of the cabinet as well. Otherwise, the workshop would stop at the back of the cabinet and not touch the wall. Yeah, because we've had to bring the cabinets a little off the wall. Bring with the our cabinets own forward, and yeah, so we just had to get a nine hundred um, worktop rather than the standard seven twenty. Seven twenty, yeah. Um, but it's things like that. Like if you said that to me a year ago, I'd have been like, "I do not have a clue what you're on about." Service boys, worktop sizes. It's just yeah. things that you learn as you go, and you speak to people. And we have, yeah, like we have builders come round that help us out, and they yeah. tell us these things. Like the guy that fit our windows, one of our friends' dad, he was like, "He was yeah. the first one to tell us about this." Yeah, he said, "Oh, I fitted an Nike kitchen in my daughter's house." and they're a nightmare because they don't have this gap and all this and that, and you have to. You said to go to B and Q because they have they, they have the gap, and it, they said it's quite similar quality. Mm. But uh, we went to IKEA. But we liked the IKEA one, and it was one of the only things we were quite sure about. So I think if you're actually sure about something, you have to just um, yeah. make it work instead of trying to look at the other other possibilities. Yeah. And the experience, the customer service, um, you know. Oh, super. So, yeah. Super. So then it gets delivered. Um, did you realise that IKEA kitchens come flat pack? Yeah. Um, did. I didn't realise how many bloody boxes there'd be. We, so we got it delivered and the guy called and was like, right, I'm 10 minutes away. Um, is there a place to park? Because I've got 61 boxes for you. <laughs> <laughs> we only ordered like six cabinets and a sink. My kitchen is tiny. How can it be 61? So anyone that's got a big kitchen, you have to be prepared to make space to have a lot of boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you press next on these 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 pictures, um, you'll see the amount of like boxes all in our living room, in our kitchens. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, we've all, got a fridge all here on the side here yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, and there's loads around the living room so, uh, so for the last week I've been burning cardboard right it's everywhere it's a method cool yeah the um the they actually sent us because when when we went in for the meeting obviously what we designed online we had a price for and the reason we wanted the meeting with the kitchen expert was we didn't want to start fitting and realise there's something we'd missed to order because right. that's the only thing with the IKEA kitchen. It's sort of like there's there are bits, yeah, and there are bits you have to add on that you wouldn't necessarily think about to make things work. Like, um, like plimps and extra. Yeah, like and... they don't just come automatically with the kitchen. So, um, so that's the reason we originally went in for for the um, the consultation, wasn't it, to to make mm. sure we hadn't really missed anything off the list? 
But yeah, from from a first time insulation kitchen expert like me, um, <laughs> putting together flat packs pretty straightforward. Uh, it, putting together a kitchen from IKEA, I'd say, is pretty straightforward. The long and hard task, especially in a eighteen hundreds cottage, is getting it all square to the wall because none of our walls are bloody square. Um, so it's things like you've obviously got your, your bubble to kind of make sure everything's square. It's, mm. that is just the biggest headache in the world because uh, it goes on, on the rails on the back that are fixed to the wall and you're constantly adjusting legs and this and that to make everything square. That is the long, tedious bit. Putting together the carcasses and the drawers. There's nothing. That's nothing. It was, we did it in, we put all the carcasses together in like one evening, didn't we? Yeah, it's just, it's but literally. It's the, the installation, not yeah. the building. So how much, um, first of all, yeah, a couple of questions. I mean, are you on budget, would you say? Or has it been difficult to, to read that? Um, I'd, I'd say, I'd say we are on budget, but we're lucky in the fact that my dad has been bankrolling us. So what's essentially happening is he's paying for everything and we're giving him, say, five, six hundred pound a month direct debit. Well, he's paying okay. for all the, he's paying for all the big things, isn't he? Yeah, it? for the big things. So like. We're paying for the everyday mundane things. So things like when we had our windows fitted he and for our kitchen and things like that. Um, we yeah, he would like help us out and we have paid the windows back already. We've already paid the windows back, we've paid the electrician ourselves. So yeah, budget wise We are we are on track. We are on budget. We have we haven't yeah. gone over. Like no. I remember when we first got the property, we kind of said twenty grand we'd probably spend, twenty grand max. And, and we've not spent twenty. We're not grand on twenty yet. grand at all. And okay. we're probably on about I'd say between fifteen and eighteen. But bear in mind we've still got our garden to do, still got a driveway to do. Mm-hmm. So um all the all the big things really in the house are done. There's only well they are bought anyway. They're not done. Um, there's only the the front door really, isn't there? There's the last yeah. big cost is replacing the front door. The front door, yeah, yeah. And that so can prob- be... probably end up spending around twenty three. Would you say? I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah, I would probably say. Spends how much we're going to spend on this front door because they can be anything from £700 upwards to a ridiculous amount of money. Um, and then the driveway can be anything from well, having a mate help you out of a mini digger to up to about five plus grand. We got, we got quoted £3,500 for the, for the driveway off um, a local guy. And I think that was a good price. That was for everything that was for... He, counted in the materials, the hire of the the machinery and stuff. But if we're really clever about it, we we have got ways and means of borrowing and lending and have calling in favours and doing it for a lot cheaper. But obviously that comes with no time constraint. You know, this guy he said he could get it done in a week for three and a half thousand pounds. If we're gonna call in favours and borrow mini digger and pop borrower flatbed to get rid of the material and, and all be, these things it's going to yeah. not be a week it's, it's going to be, be here and there like every other weekend yeah, oh, we this? yeah yeah so that's that's sort of the i think that will depend on 
I don't think that will really even come down to what's left in the budget. I think that will depend on how how much patience we have left for it being finished mm. at the end the driveway is the last job and that's the last real big expense if we decided to get it done by somebody else so talking of patience then has it tested you uh i definitely think me and jess haven't jess and i haven't had any major arguments it's me my dad i mean <laughs> Because my dad essentially is, I would say, the project manager, and and he's kind of like been, he's got the knowledge and the tools, so it's kind of his word, and it's like, well, this is what we want to do, but no, this is how you do it, and like it's kind of like we feel like we disagree with him on a daily basis. <laughs> Because, and that's, that's quite tricky because we live with him as well. Yeah, because like we're staying rent free at my parents' house while we do all this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just frustrating. I think he's as much frustrated as we are because he so we, wants it to be perfect for us and wants us to be in it. And and it's things like we're we're happily cut corners and we're like, oh, we'll just do it like that. Let's just get it done. He's like, no, because yeah. in two years' time, it's false economy. You'll be coming back and doing it again. Let's just do it properly now. Spend the money and get it done. Um, where we'd be like, oh, we'll just, let's just do it this way so we can get in quicker. Yeah. Um, and that's frustrating because obviously we just, we're just at the point where it's been what, nearly eight, nine months. Yeah. We, we just want to get in now, you know? It seems, it seems like a long time, but I think it is true. All along people have said to us, when you look back, you realize how much you've done in such a short amount of time. And it is true. I mean, we really did rip the house apart. We, you know, and we're nowhere near finished, but the, all the major stuff is is sort of coming to shape now. And I think that we've been quite lucky that you and I haven't really lost our temper with one another. Do you I know? think it's, it's a very good point what you said there, Jess, because it's easier to document um, your renovations these days because you, you have Instagram. So mm. you can, it, and it becomes a bit more enjoyable because you've got people that have their input and make comments, um, and watch your journey with you and watch your journey with you. Um, so it is, the, the, there is that part of it as well. And yes, you have your ups and downs and it's sometimes you don't want to do things when you still got to push along and get it done. Um, and there are lots of opinions, uh, from other people as well. Mm. It's your home. Uh, but when do you see yourself moving it, would you say? So our first our first deadline for moving was... We'd be in before Christmas. I said we wouldn't be. So now we've pushed it to end of March. Okay. But looking, looking at it now, kind of, <laughs> how long does that leave us? Like five four weeks. five weeks, four weeks? Um, I, half, a, half a bed there. Oh, the bed's made oh, the now. Bed's the bed's done, done. now. In fact, if we're talking about patience, the only time we really have fallen out is about that bed. Oh, really? <laughs> because I was convinced that Don was putting it up wrong, hence why he took a picture of me putting it up. Uh-huh. Got it for 15 quid, though. What a bargain. 15 pounds. Oh, for bloke down the road. <laughs> that sounds wondering. so dodgy. <laughs> was, he put, was he putting it up wrong, Don? Oh, Jess. Yeah, he was. It was crooked. Uh, <laughs> I was going to be sleeping on a slant or an angle or something. My toes were going to be five foot right of my head. 
As, as long as he was sleeping okay, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's much taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think, I think we, we say, we say like we want to be in by end of March. Realistically, if we get the kitchen finished, we could be in as soon as that's done. But mm. we're kind of in the, we want it to be done, done completely before we move in. Yeah. Um, we, we both, we both work really long hours and I think, we both look too long hours to be living in a half-made house when we have rent-free accommodation elsewhere. That's my feeling anyway. I feel I work too hard to come home to a building site. Do you feel that if you if you moved in any earlier than you're agreeing to, um, with, with it not finished, you'll fear that you won't ever finish it? Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, yeah, I think there would be a lot. I think there definitely will be arguments if we moved in. Yeah. And it was still like, oh, we've got to, we've got to move the sofa out of the living room now because of this or that. We've got to paint or do this. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you're moving things from room to room while you're trying to live there, it was just, just going to cause problems. Yeah. Um, I take my hat off to everyone hey, that's oh. doing that because obviously we see on our renovation page everyone that we follow that are living so in it. And with children and all sorts, it's... And that is inspiring. <laughs> that's the one thing we are grateful for in the fact that we can go up there all night, get covered in paint and dust and dirt, and we know that we can literally go back to my parents, have a shower, we're in a clean bed on a clean sofa, and you just close the door of Tin Tan Cottage and you don't think about it until... Six o'clock the next The night. next night you're, you're up there. Yeah. Where if we were living in it, it would just be hell. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Well, I admire your dedication, both of you, in doing it as well. And, like, especially as you, you have to work during the day and then you're going after late at night and you've gone through the winter to do this. It's probably easier to do it when it's, um, you know, you, you've got um, longer nights, yeah. uh, longer days. But um, you're almost there, which is yeah, a good thing. maybe. We'll see. No, we are. We are. <laughs> we're on the home stretch now. I mean... <laughs> Uh, we are on the that. home There's stretch. There's a lot of annoying little niggly things that need doing now. Yeah, it's just painting the skirting boards and oh, so things tedious. like that. It's just the little tedious jobs now that we don't need to let. We can't let it crack us on the last <laughs> last home stretch. <laughs> well, there, there's there's a point where you say that it's livable, and um, you've done all of the main things: the painting, the kitchen, the bathroom, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but making it a home hmm. is going to take you a lot longer because you're going to have to buy the additional soft furnishings, the cushions, the the lights, the, all of these small little things. Um, oh, don't worry, Jess has already bought it. <laughs> no, she's already bought it. My, we've right. got like. My dad's garage at the moment is just full. We've got a sofa in there. We've got, the, we've got everything. I would need. be the only reason we're going over budget. Right. It would only be me. <laughs> so that's, that's another frustrating thing. Like, we've got literally everything, everything just ready sat to there go looking at us. We've even got pictures in frames ready to go on the wall. We're literally ready. You've just got to get the bloody thing finished. So, look, I think... Um, the next time we'll probably have you on then is in a couple of months. We'll probably uh, just be coming towards the end of spring uh, mm. and early summer. Um, and it will be nice to, to see some finished images. Um, Hopefully. And that you've not gone and blown 
your your budget. You still have some money left to enjoy it and have a party maybe and celebrate a little bit. So um, it's been good. It's been really good hearing you both um, on the second episode and, uh, and and what you've done and what you've experienced and the tips So for our listeners as well. So thank you very much for that. Well, thank and, you for uh, thank you for following our journey. Yeah, thank you. No and no obviously, anyone else that's kind of on Instagram, make sure you follow us on Renovating Tin Turn. And if you're renovating as well, we follow back. We always want to share tips and see everyone else's sort of inspirational photos. And we try and we try and comment and give people good vibes. And yeah, it's all about. Thing is, with the renovation sort of. It's like everyone that's in it is a kind of community and everyone's giving each other tips. And that's a good thing about sort of Instagram and everyone that's renovating. Everyone's so helpful because we're all in the same boat and everyone knows how everyone else feels. If you know Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it every day. So it's definitely, it's definitely a, a good thing. Yeah. So good. All right. Thank you very Brilliant. much, guys, for coming back on. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having us. No problem. Good to speak to you again. And you. And you. Cheers. And enjoy the rest. All right? <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Bye. See you soon. Bye.